Hello and welcome to Design Break Podcast, a new podcasting experience designed to help you break into the creative world and grow your career. I'm your host, Rocky Rourke, founder and design director of Blue Cyclops Design Company, and I'm here to help you. So let's get started. Hey, podcast family, and welcome to a brand new episode of Design Break Podcast. I'm your host, Rocky Rourke, and I'm really excited to bring you a brand new episode. And this episode has to do with what work leads to more work. Now, one of the most common questions that I get from people asking about freelance is, how do I get more projects? One of the simplest and easiest answers I can give to somebody is to create and share more work. The more work that you put out into the ether, that you send out in tweets, you send out on Instagram, Dribble, Behance, etc., the more eyes that are going to be on your work. The more eyes that are on your work is the more potential of people reaching out and asking, hey, can you work on this illustration project? Hey, can you work on this branding project? Hey, I need a new website. Can you help? So the more that you put out, the more work that you get. The more that you put out into the ether, the more that you post, the more inquiries you're going to get the more potential that you're gonna land a major project that's gonna set you up for, who knows, maybe even the rest of the year. Now, one common misconception here, though, is that the work that you should be putting out is client work. The one thing that I've noticed over the years, especially on Instagram and Dribbble, is that client work does not usually generate more client work. In fact, the work that actually generates more work or more leads or more inquiries is personal projects, side projects, self-initiated projects, the projects that you put a lot of time and energy into that you're more passionate about. Unfortunately, it's very common for people to believe that, oh yeah, I just did a major project for Facebook. Oh, I just did a major project for, I don't know, Dropbox. I should be sharing this because this is what's going to grab more people's attention. The thing is, is that it's not. It's it's a fallacy that people don't always think about. The thing that I've noticed, especially when I post on Dribble and Instagram, is that when I put out client work, I tend not to get as many inquiries coming in where people are like, "Oh yeah, I saw the work you did for Facebook." You know, instead it's, hey, I remember that side project that you worked on. It was really amazing. That's what I would like you to do. You know, every freelancer or creative or agency or studio, we all have this logo pond of clients that we've worked on, that we've created for. We always place that on our website. And in reality, it's just a fleeting glance. It's like, oh, you worked for Facebook. Oh, you worked for Disney. Oh, you did this, you did that. But in reality, it doesn't really matter. It just gives you a little bit more clout or a little bit more perceived clout or chutzpah or, or you know, things like that. The thing that a lot of people don't realize or you might not even realize, but clients might, is in reality, you can add any company's logo to your website. If you did a small icon for a client, you can add their logo to your website. If you did a small little illustration for a client years ago when you weren't even a professional illustrator or designer, then you can put their logo on your website. Just because you have a major company's logo on your website does not mean that you did very meaningful work. And clients aren't stupid. They know this. They understand this. Specifically because a lot of us talk about that. 
when you see people speaking on stage, when you see people talking in YouTube videos, on podcasts, on Instagram, they'll talk about these things where it's like, oh yeah, like I was able to do some work for Disney and I was able to put their logo on my website, but I wasn't able to do a big major project. It was a small little illustration I did for some keynote presentation. And clients know this. They know that just because you have a logo on your logo pond, it doesn't necessarily mean that you've done major work for these companies. Going back to my own personal experience, the work that I do for other clients or the big projects even that I've done for clients, big or small, they don't generally bring in as much buzz as the projects that I do for myself. By the way, a small little side note here, if you guys hear a little bit of like rattling in the background, I do apologize. My little dog is chewing up a bottle in the background and unfortunately, I can't really kick him out right now, so I do apologize. As I said before, it's usually the projects that I've done, it's usually the things that I create for myself or for my side projects that usually bring in a lot more work and a lot more inquiries. But you're probably asking, you know, why is that? Why is it that the side projects are the ones that are bringing in more work? And there's really a simple explanation. It's actually a hard explanation for a lot of freelancers to get behind or to understand. And that is because we are creatives, we tend to be more passionate about the things that we create for ourselves over what we create for our clients or our employers or our bosses. Now, that's a very hard thing to swallow because it's like you kind of want to think, well, no, wait, that's wrong. Like, I'm very passionate about working on this stuff for this client. Oh, I love this branding project that I'm doing. Oh, I love this illustration project I'm doing. That website I did for our client was spectacular. It was so much fun. Yes, it's fun. Yes, it's stuff that we can get behind. And yes, it's still stuff that we're passionate about. But it's stuff that we're not nearly as passionate about as when we create something for ourselves. So before you start flooding your social feeds with client work, make sure that you're also sharing your passion projects or self-initiated projects or side projects or whatever it is that you're creating for yourself. These will yield higher bounties of new leads and projects than paid work ever will. Now, I've just gone and just said all this stuff. I've just ranted. Now let me give you a couple of examples. So the first example that I have is actually one of my favorite. Back in 2016, shortly after being fired from my job and deciding to go out on my own and become a full-time freelancer, I had some projects in the hopper. I was waiting for them to close. And I decided, you know what? I want to create something for myself. You know, I think it would be cool to post on Instagram. It will be a lot of fun. But I didn't think that I was actually going to get any work from it. And so... I was basically brainstorming, you know, what could I create? So I pulled up my Wacom Cintiq, which I was using at the time. I didn't have an iPad Pro at the time. And I just started doodling in Photoshop. And I was like, hmm, you know, what could I create? And it came to me. I just finished watching Stranger Things Season 1 for probably the second time. And I was like, you know what? I really like the Eleven character. Let me try my hand at it. Let me try and create her as my own type of cartoon character. Now, the first one I created was horrible. I hate it to this day. I still have it up on my website in, in the actual Stranger Things case study that I created, but I hate that thing. The next day or the next couple of days, 
I decided, you know what, let me go back and revisit that and actually flesh out a more detailed illustration in Illustrator. So I brought it into Illustrator, I started playing around, and I was like, holy crap, this is turning out great. I was really loving it, I really got behind it, and I was really putting in a ton of work on this illustration. Next thing I knew, I was like, you know what? Let's give her some friends. Let's create some of the other characters from the show. And probably within about a few days to a week, I had, not only did I have 11 fully fleshed out, but I had, I believe, five or six other characters from the series fleshed out and ready to go. And I started sharing it. I shared it throughout the entire process on Instagram, and people were going crazy over it. They loved it. And I was so passionate about it. I was, like, I was just like so excited and I wanted to create more characters like this. And so I started creating other illustrations in the same style. I even got invited to be a part of a Stranger Things fan art gallery showing. And that was really exciting for me. About a month later, I went to Circles Conference in Dallas, Texas, 2016. And while I was there, I actually hung out with a bunch of people from Envision. You know, I was like, oh, these people are really awesome. It's really fun to hang out with them. And the next day I get an email from Envision. And I was like, what? What the heck's going on? Turns out that the art director, I believe he was the art director at Envision, had seen my Stranger Things illustrations, loved them, and he thought that I would be the perfect person to create these illustrations for a blog post they wanted to create for Halloween which was Halloween costumes only designers would know. Now, I went back and asked the, the people I had talked to the previous days you know, at the conference, hey, did you say anything? Did you enter, like, share any of my stuff with, the, with like, this art director and everything? And they're like, no, we haven't had a chance to talk to anybody. He purely had found my work on Instagram, loved it, and decided, hey, I need to reach out to Rocky. Now, that interaction all came about because of this fun side project that I initiated myself and created for myself for the love I had for this Netflix series. If I go back and if I look now at all the projects I've done with them, that has become one of my most lucrative pieces I've ever created. I created it for myself and yet it sprung up so many projects beyond just what I did for Envision. Now, the second example that I'm going to talk about is actually a little bit older than that. This was when I was still working at my last job. I decided that I was going to resurrect and change up an old idea I had when I worked at Focus Lab in Savannah, Georgia, and that was Slaptastic. Originally Slapped Stickers, it eventually became Slaptastic because of some trademark issues that we had. And I ended up creating a bunch of promotional assets illustrations and avatars and things like that because I created all of those things I started getting inquiries coming in from so many different people but one of my favorite inquiries that came in was actually for an animation project I never worked on an animation project before this was me just purely doing storyboards now this animation project just happened to be for Facebook and it came about from something that I created for myself for a side project that I was creating. Now, a bit of a side note, uh, for those of you who don't know, I, I'm no longer involved with Slaptastic. Uh, I sold Slaptastic last year, and I'm no longer involved. I'm no longer creating stickers for them or anything. I have no involvement in the day-to-day, -day, 
but I wish the new owners the best of luck and I'm sure they're gonna create something amazing. But I just wanna add that little bit of caveat because it was so much fun to be able to build this side project from the ground up and see all of the things that came about from it from the start to the finish of the overall project. So both of these examples, creating the Stranger Things illustrations, creating illustrations and other assets for Slaptastic, both of those played a huge role in me landing some of my favorite and biggest clients. These weren't originally client work. These were side projects. These were things I did for myself. So basically what I'm saying here is don't just focus on the client work. I want to reiterate that a little bit after I've gone through and shared with you guys these couple of examples here. You know, don't focus so much on client work. If you have never had a, had a freelance client before, don't worry. It's okay. You can still create things for yourself, the things that you're passionate about, the things that you want to create, and put it out there into the ether on your portfolio, on Dribble, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Behance, on LinkedIn. You can put it out there on all of those platforms. And there's a good possibility that it's going to lead to client work, paid client work. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this whole episode. It's something that I've been wanting to talk a little bit about because I know that there's a lot of confusion out there that you can only get client work from creating client work. And that's just not true. So that's it for today's episode. This episode is actually spawning a new series that I'm going to be doing. It's going to probably be a blog post series mixed with Instagram stories, YouTube videos, and more podcast episodes. So definitely be on the lookout for that. But I'm really excited that I was able to share this with you guys, and I hope you really enjoyed it. If you guys pulled any nuggets of wisdom from this, please definitely feel free to share on Instagram, Twitter, at Rocky Rourke, or at The Design Break, and please let me know what you guys think. If you guys haven't already, please hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you guys are listening to this podcast. And if you have a moment, please rate and review this podcast. It's always great to see all of the amazing reviews that I've gotten so far. It's so great to hear from you guys. And if you ever have any questions about anything to do with design, freelance, illustration, whatever it is, please feel free to reach out and ask me either via email or Instagram or wherever it is you guys have found me. So have a great day, everybody. And always remember to stay passionate, stay positive, and stay creative. Have a great day, everybody. That's it for me.